Hello Blazers, welcome to episode 52 of UAB Green and Told, original air date Monday, August 16th, 2021. Through this podcast, we are able to share stories from members of the UAB community. You can listen into all of our episodes on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. While you're there, I'd love for you to leave a written review so we can reach more alumni. I'm Greg Barry, a UAB alum and assistant director in the Office of Alumni Affairs. Kicking and punting are both art and science. You need to know where you are on the field, who's on the other side of the ball, and what your goal is. This week, we welcome former UAB kicker Ty Long to the podcast. Ty has been taking all of that in, week by week, game by game, for as long as he can remember. My mom has a picture of when I was two years old, taking the, uh, the, the cardboard and the toilet paper and putting that on the ground and putting a football in it and kicking it. And Ty will explain his professional journey, one that includes getting cut multiple times and the drive to be the best. I remember the people who cut me. I kept it close to my mind. I had something to prove. My goal was to prove that I was the best punter on the planet, the best kicker on the planet, everything. Plus, he'll talk about how football being eliminated at UAB was somewhat of a blessing in disguise. It happened to get UAB where it's at now. If people like myself and other people had to go through that to get that, I mean, it's, I mean, I've never, the program I don't think has ever been as good as it is now. There's a bit of irony in Ty Long's last name. His journey to the NFL was just that, Long. But before making his NFL debut or even launching his first kick in the Canadian Football League, Ty started playing football at an early age as a kid growing up outside Atlanta, Georgia. Did flag football from five to to seven, then eight years old. We were getting smoked out there. You know, I, was get, I remember being terrified of the Oklahoma drill because I'd be, I was small as a kid. I was just getting crushed by some of the older guys. So. Uh, but yeah, eight years old was the first time I had tackle football. Loved it, you know, and uh, yeah, it was fun. When you first played tackle football, what position were you? Because at that point, eight years old, there's not any kicking at that point. There was for me. Oh, there was? Yeah, I was the only guy. I kicked and played quarterback. Okay. So my dad, like, to give a little context, my mom has a picture of when I was two years old, taking the, uh, the, the cardboard and the toilet paper and putting that on the ground and putting a football in it and kicking it. Wasn't taught to me, it just happened, you know? So, uh, but yeah, back then I kicked, um, my dad had me out there, put me through game winning situations since I was seven years old. Um, eight years old, I was punter, kicker, quarterback, whole deal. So it's a lot of fun. Growing up, what kind of football player were you? Were you the star athlete on the team? I remember I didn't, they didn't start me. Like I kicked, you know, I was the only kicker and punter, but I can remember at a young age, like, um, yeah, I wasn't the cool kid. I wasn't the, you know, I was the kid who got picked on, you know, and then so on and so forth. I remember all the soccer players would try to come out and take my job every year. Like I I can, I can vaguely see that right now, you know? So I was a good player. I've always been very talented when it came to kicking and punting, but I was nothing crazy. You know, it was not, it, I mean, you know, I had talent, but it wasn't like, oh my God, this guy's going to the NFL. You know what I mean? What, you, you didn't know that at the eight, nine, 10 years old, you know, but at least I didn't think that. So what part of kicking and punting kind of drew you to those two aspects of the football game? Because there aren't a lot of people that sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to be the next Reggie Roby or, you know, somebody mm-hmm. like that. It's something that is, I've done this, I've kicked and punted, let's just say since I was two years old, but actually since I was eight years old, you know, I'm tw- 20 years. 
you can it, it's you can never perfect it you're always pushing to try to get as best as you can at it you know and that that, that goes for the quarterback position this and that but it, it at a young age it drew me into something that it was just like it was such a challenge to try to get as good as you can on a consistent basis uh to do it it just it just drew me in it's it's the mental battle it's the physical battle it's the emotional battle of the job that a lot of people don't understand you know and unless you've been in those situations or, or you have the job so i love it like someone asked me the other day how much how much how many dollars would someone have to give you to to not kick a football again i'm like there ain't a number it's just it's who i am you know what i mean it's it's i gotta be kicking football i love it as a kid, how do you overcome the emotional, the challenges of having a lot of pressure on you as a kicker? Because let's face it, there can be a lot put on a kid. Yeah. No, I, my dad from a young age put me in like on the field. It would just be me and him, game winning kick, two seconds to go, down one, you know? And um, it's crazy because I ended up having a, a game winning kick my senior high school. It was a 53-yard left hash field goal, first round of the playoffs, down one, two seconds to go. And um, I remember I can still hear it. And it, it happens whenever I was kicking field goals. I don't kick field goals nearly as much. Now I'm a punter, kickoff guy in the NFL. But I remember the times where I'm, like, standing back there and I could hear him saying, game-winning kick, make it. You know what I mean? Like I, it, And – he, he trained me from a mental aspect at such a young age that I'm sure some parents would probably be like, this guy's crazy. You know what I mean? But it, it, he challenged me um, every day I was out there. And I, I mean, it was tough when I was a kid, but I am who I am today because of it. You mentioned having a talent when it comes to kicking and punting. When did you realize that you had something special and that you could do this at a high level? My sophomore year of college, I knew I could do it in the NFL. My freshman year, I, I, I made a lot of kicks. I ended up being a freshman All-American, which was, I thought was unreal, like that I was able to do that, you know? And then, but going into my sophomore year is when everything sort of started clicking to where I was like, all right, I can do this at the next level, you know? And um, I always worked on punting. You know, I always, he always told, my dad always told me the more you can do, it, it, you know what I mean? If the more you can do is just, if someone's going to take one guy who can just kick, and you do just as good or even better, but you can do more. They're going to go with the guy who can do more. So I've always worked on everything. Had that mindset of pushing the envelope. How good can you get it? All three, you know, and that's, that's always been my goal. So what point of the high school career did you focus just on kicking and punting? Freshman year. About midway through probably my freshman year, it was like, all right, you're going to like, and my high school had had, um, five or six kickers go D1 before me, probably or four to five. Yeah, Richie Leone, who plays in the CFL, and uh, he was like the punter of the decade, you know, from the two out in the year 2000, 2010. I was behind him, you know, so uh, there has just been so many guys who laid the foundation before me. So it allowed, so when the staff had seen me come up, they're like, oh, we've dealt with this before. We're going to make you a punter kicker, and these are what this is what you're going to work on. And then we all trained together and, and all that. It was good. Were you playing quarterback all the way until that point? I, I played quarterback until like my freshman year, and I was pretty good. But we had a guy, one of my buddies, who was a lot better than me. He was the starter, and I was the backup. I was a backup my freshman year. And then, um, and then once I knew I wasn't going to be a college quarterback, I was like, I'm just going to focus on kicking. When you realized that you could 
potentially parlay this into a college career and then professionally down the road. What went through your mind in the college selection process? What were you looking for? I was looking for an opportunity. Like I had a lot of schools offer me walk-on positions, but no one was really offering me a scholarship until um, South Alabama did. And I committed to South more so because it was, it was all I had at the time. And they were um, threatening to pull the offer if I didn't commit. And so I committed to South. I was actually reached, a lot of people know the story and I'm not going to name the coach, but I actually reached out to UAB and, and it wasn't the head coach, but it was a coach at UAB uh, under the Callaway staff. And they had reached back and said they weren't interested because my, uh, a girl at the time that I was friends with, her family went to South Alabama and they went to UAB. And uh, they told me, hey, you should send a letter to UAB. And I, I was getting recruited by Alabama and Auburn for walk-on positions and so on. So I was like, yeah, okay. And they reached back and they're like, yeah, we're not interested. And then two months later, another coach from UAB reached out and uh, offered me. Um, very, I don't know if many people know that story actually. So it was pretty interesting. So what was it about UAB that you wanted to be here as opposed to South who kind of had stuck with you this entire time? Something, something about Birmingham. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed uh, the visit. I enjoyed the, the guys on the team. Um, I, I enjoyed that whole, the whole process of when I was here, you know what I mean? And they were telling me what it was going to be, you know, and, and I, and I, and I saw that I, well, at least I thought I did, you know, and um, I just, I just liked it a lot, you know, and it felt like home rather than when I was at South. I, I wasn't a big fan of the mobile area. Just, I like, I like it, but Birmingham was more of a home. What was UAB like when you got on campus and started those summer practices going into fall? Not like it is now. It was it was shell shocking. You know, it was a big eyes wide open, eighteen year old coming in here, and um, yeah, it was it was a crazy experience. It was just it was a growing up stage, you know, and um, it, it was hard. I just remember how hard it was. It was a lot of fun, though. It's the one thing. I remember how difficult it was, but I, I, it was so much fun. You know, being moving in the dorms, living with all my friends, you know, out of the house with my, out from mom and dad, you know. So I just remember how difficult it was, but it was a lot of fun. You come to UAB and you get on the field right away, and your name is littered in the record book for different kicking aspects, different kicking records. What kind of led to all that success? What, what do you think was the backbone of all of that for you? Hard work. Um, and I know that sounds is the easiest answer, but I can say this, me and Hunter Mullins, obviously a great punter at UAB, this and that. I got to be around guys like that, that helped me succeed. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that on a Friday night, a Saturday night, when a lot of people are partying or this or that, me and Hunter would be at the field working. You know, I mean, I, so many nights, you know, and to the points where the cops would come out there because we had the lights on and they're like, who's out here, you know? And, um, you know, that was the one thing I always thought I was pretty good, but I knew if I worked harder than everyone else, I thought I would have a chance. I, I at the end of the day, if you put in the work, I feel like it's going to follow, you know? So for me, that that's, that's what I think. And that's the same foundation I try to use to, to the, to this day. How many kicks were you doing every day during those late night practices? Because, I mean, obviously it's repetition. It's kind of like baseball where you put it on a tee and you just keep hitting. So kicking has got to be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, probably too many. 
probably too many if I look back at it. But um, at that age, when you're 18, 19, you don't feel anything. You know, you could just go all night, you know, and I couldn't do that now. But uh, yeah, probably too many. I mean, it was, but it was so much fun. I mean, just being, we'd be out there from honestly, probably till nine till 11 o'clock at night, you know, and um, on the old grass field and everything. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. The old grass field at the old football complex. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was tough. I mean, yeah, the, the, the facilities back then were not great to say, to say the best, you know, um, but it was all I knew. So it wasn't like, you know, like my standards now being in the NFL are a little different, but I mean, when I come back at, to UAB now, I'm like, this is unbelievable. Like, I can't tell you how many times I'll be, I'll post a video of me kicking out there and guys from around the league are just like, I got to come train there, you know, but, uh, yeah, at the time I didn't know any better and it was just, it, it was what I had and I was good with it. How much did you split time between kicking and punting at UAB? The way I always worked on, I always punted to warm up. So I just hit 20 balls to warm up just to do it. And then, then I would get straight into kicking field goals. So, um, yeah, not, not terribly much. Um, it was just something that I always worked on. And then, um, later in college, I started to put more time into it, but early on, it was just more just as a warm up, and then go from there. Obviously, when you get on the field at any point, the freshman year, the first time you get on, it's there's going to be nerves. But let's take extra points aside. Do you remember the first time you lined up for a field goal, and what was going through your mind? Twenty eight yards, right hash against Tulane, I believe. I don't remember what was going on through my mind, but I remember how nervous I was. I think that's the funny thing is the nerves never go away to, to this day. Like it's, it's always important to you. You know what I mean? If it's important to you, you're going to be nervous. So I just remember like, I was like, all right, this is your new step. Um, let's get this thing off to a right start. Short kick was just bang it through. But um, I don't, I vaguely can see uh, the image of me walking up to kick it. But um, I just remember how important it was to me to to do well, you know, it's just, um, but yeah, I, I remember it. I, I don't think we won the game, but uh, I remember making the kick and being like, oh, here we go. You mentioned not remembering what was kind of going through your mind at that time. As a kicker, what things cross your mind when you're lining up to get that punt or kick the field goal? A lot, because there's a lot of moving pieces. You know, I mean, um, do you play golf? Yes. You know then. You, you ever stood over a ball and you're like, here we go. Green light special. Yeah. Got to put it close. You, you've heard those thoughts in the back of your head. Good and bad. Same thing that happens to punters and kickers, but that's where the mental toughness and the focus comes in to where you focus on that situation and what you got to do and go. Because when you go to actually kick the ball, you're not thinking, oh, this is what I got to do to kick the ball. That is comes second nature. You know, I've done it so many times. You're just sort of looking at the situation as now as a punter, in the NFL, it's, it's crazy because you'll get different looks. You know, you could get a five-man box over here, three-man box over – or five and three, so you're punting to the three-man side. There's just a lot of more mental stuff going on as a punter. As a kicker, you get back there, um, you're evaluating the situation, you're evaluating the wind, finding a spot you want to hit at it, going through your routine, and then going and kicking the ball. I mean, nobody thinks of all of that for a kicker. They think, hey, line up, boot, done. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just at the end of the day, when you're trying to be as precise as you can be, you, you, you got to be precise in everything you do, you know? So it's, it's like I said earlier, 
people love to say they know, but they don't know. You know what I mean? And um, it's just, it's one of those jobs that uh, if someone's been in the fire, they got their respect for you because they know, they also know what it's like, you know? Did you ever think you'd have as good of a career at UAB as you actually had? Because you're on top of the field goal record for most field goals uh, career, most uh, extra points in a career. So you are right at the top of everybody that's come. No, I'm not saying I didn't. I just never thought about it. I just took it year by year and said, all right, this is what I did this year. Let me beat it. I got to beat it. You know, and that was just my goal every single year was just try to beat the numbers I beat before. And then from then it was just like, whatever happened, happened. I mean, I'll, you, wherever you go, you want to be the best. But it was never like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this, this, this. It's just when I got done about midway through my senior year, I was like, oh, I got a few records here. You know, so I was like, that's pretty cool. But my, my main goal every year was just be better than I was the year before. Let's talk about that senior season. You guys were bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. You didn't play in a bowl because football was eliminated at yeah. that time. How difficult was that for you? A, not to play in a bowl game your senior season, even though you guys qualified. And B, just the total elimination of the football program. It was a, um, it's a weird experience. Um, it's it, it felt like a death in the family, you know, it was just, and it's also one of those things like, you know, if you're not a part of it, you don't really know, like if you're not a part of UAB and it doesn't mean anything to you, you don't really know or care, you know? So I think that was the weird thing is throughout that whole process, you had all your UAB people and then you had a bunch of people who were like, yeah, you, you know, hope it works out for you guys, you know? And, um, it was, it was cool in the sense that you got to stand up for something you believed in, you know, which, which we've seen a lot of in the last year or so, which has been great, you know, and, um, but it was just, it was such a crazy deal. I mean, I, I still look back at it and I'm like, how the heck did that happen? You know, like, it's just, how did it come to that? You know, there was no steps before. And, but at the end of the day, um, it happened to get UAB where it's at now if people like myself and other people had to go through that to get that, I mean, it's, I mean, the, I've never, the program I don't think is, has ever been as good as it is now. As tough as it was, it's so cool to see, you know, as my alma mater, what it is, you know, like I'm happy to show people UAB. I'm happy to, to be from UAB. So it, it's really cool. Where's the program today and where is it going? I've played for a lot of coaches. Coach Clark, man, he's, he's different. You know, like he, um, if he gets on you on the field, he's not yelling at the person. He's yelling at the player. I remember there would be days like with him, I'd go through a field goal period and, um, and just, I speak on him because coach Clark, where your head coach is at is where your program's at. And um, just to give you guys an idea the, the, um, what he expects. I remember going through a field goal period. And it was, it was either 15 or 20 field goals. And I think I, I was like 15 of 15 or uh, 14 of 15 or 19 of 20. And the last kick was like a 62 yarder. And I hit it off the upright and he, he just looks at me and he's like, let me know when we're going to have a good day. Let, let me know when we're going to have a good day. And I remember, I'm like, dang, like, it was a good day. But what I, what I didn't know at the time was what I know now is that level of perfection. He, he demanded it every day. And I remember when, when I was going through that, because I was like, dang, this is what it takes to be elite. You know, you, you got to expect perfection on yourself every single day. That should be the goal. And uh, I mean, when you have a guy like that, who's, who's running your program, 
you're you're in a good spot you know and um where, where uab is now with the new stadium coming in and this and that i mean there's so many big things about to happen i think it's, it's gonna be really cool for birmingham the city of birmingham too you know i got a lot of it. it's on the upswing with how hard coach clark was on you in those instances that you talk about how much did that prepare you for the cfl and then the nfl absolutely a ton a ton because it's uh it's so hard it's so hard to be a successful in college football it's so hard to be successful in pro football and that mindset of getting me to think like that is has got me to where i am now you know it's because every time i step on the field every time if it's practice if it's a walkthrough if it's a game i expect to be the best on the planet every time i'm there there is, there's no if, and buts about it. That's my expectations every single day. And um, once I started thinking like that, it's it's crazy how much harder your work. It's crazy how much more you focus. It's crazy how much more detailed oriented you are. And um, yeah, it really has helped me to get, get me where I am now. Your journey after UAB was kind of lengthy to get back to the U.S. and, and mm-hmm. to the NFL. Redskins, Steelers didn't work out but you found yourself with the BC lions talk about that experience because you were doing multiple things at that point. I mean, you're kicking off field goals and punting. So there was a lot on your shoulder at that point. Richie Leone, who's uh, the guy I said, I went to high school with earlier. He was in BC before I did. He just finished his two years up there, signed with the CF or signed with the Arizona Cardinals called BC. And he's like, I got a guy like this guy can do everything. They brought me in as a camp leg. They signed me and then signed Swayze Waters, UAB legend, you know, and um, great kicker from UAB, great friend of mine. Um, so I signed up there in um, BC and I was like, I'm not, they tell me I'm a camp guy. So that means I'm going to get cut in three weeks. But I ended up getting an opportunity for a few days and I ran with it and played two years. So much fun challenging but it was a lot of fun and got to come back down here and had had some opportunities and uh got to choose where i wanted to come and la was such a great fit with british columbia the numbers were ginormous you were player of the week player of the year this and that was it always goal to get back to the nfl and not just be a great player in the cfl i remember the people who cut me I kept it close to my mind. I had something to prove. My goal was to prove that I was the best punter on the planet, the best kicker on the planet, everything, you know? And um, yeah, I loved it in the CFL and I'm very thankful for the CFL, but my goal was to get back to the NFL because I had something to prove. I, to the people who told me no, I was, I wanted to show them. You have the routine where you punt and then you start kicking with place kicking is what you had referred to earlier so in high school you did both kicking punting Mm -hmm. college you kicked up in canada you did both and now you're just punting so you've seen it all in the progression how difficult is it to move from kicking to punting to place kicking to kicking to punting to place it's 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 been a, a crazy process i'm still learning as a punter I think that's the one thing that like some guys have been punting now, like I've punted, but not in games for so long. So like there are certain situations I'm like, I've learned over the last three years, four years. And it's, yeah, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind in that sense, but it's been cool to see both sides of it, you know, cause I remember being the, um, the kicker for the game winners 
And then the pressure is completely different as a holder for game winners. And then the pressure is different as a punter, you know, in different situations when you're backed up late in the game, 10 man box, you know, they're bringing the house, you know, like that whole situation is completely different. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy process just getting adjusting to all that, but it's, um, I mean, it's fun. It keeps you on your toes. I feel like I'm always learning something, you know, it's like the job doesn't get old because I'm, I'm learning new things every day about it. So with the LA chargers, when, what was the moment you knew, you know what, I belong in the NFL. I'm here. I knew I belonged that going in my second year in the CFL. Yeah. I, I, where what the numbers I was putting up my second year in the CFL, I was like, if I was doing this in the, in, in the NFL, the numbers I put up, yeah, were, were stupid, you know? And it was, it was crazy. It was, look, it was a crazy time. I look back at it and I was just like, wow. You know, like I, I, I was just in the moment. I didn't even think about it. Believe it or not in the time, you know, me trying to be a perfectionist, it was not good. Like I was like, I'm just, no, not there yet. You know, not there yet. So, uh, but yeah, going in my second year in the CFL, I knew I belonged. What is the difference between the level of performance you can have at UAB in mm-hmm. division one, the CFL, and then with the chargers in the NFL? The, the, I think the biggest thing is the mental focus. I tell people, if you were to watch an NFL kicker take his steps back, watch his whole process, watch an NFL kicker from a college kicker to a high school kicker, you'll see how much more focused they are. You know, I think because there's so many good guys, so many guys with talented legs, but the thing that separates them is the mental side. You know, who's who's able to be mentally tough? Who's able to push through the tough times? And, and uh, because – being a professional athlete isn't about being perfect every day. It's about your bad days still being good and your good days are really, really good. You know, and it's because it's on the days where you're trying to find it, you're trying to find it, you're able to. That's where some guys struggle is they aren't able to make the little adjustments. They aren't able to make the mental adjustments or the physical adjustments, you know, and that's, that's the one thing you'll notice about these guys who play so long at any position. It's, it's the mental side. That's what separates it. You've done both, kicking or punting. What do you prefer? I don't care. I like them both. Like, I really could. Like, I, I love kicking field goals. Um, I think punting is a little easier on the body. But they both are so fun in their in their own way, meaning the situations and, and so on and so forth. Like, I, I loved hitting big-time kicks at away stadiums. I loved, like – quieting the crowd like that was something I like fed off of and I, I get chills talking about it um, as the punter you know you don't get too many of those opportunities but taking the momentum from the other team and giving it to your team is something really cool too and um, they both are so different but similar in the same as of right now I'm a punter and kickoff guy so that's what I love to do where do you want to be in 10 to 15 years it's a great question playing a lot of golf um, with my kids I love to play in the NFL for another eight to ten years and after that, yeah, we love to be coaching some kids, mentoring some kids, playing golf and helping however I can. You know, it's, it's something I really enjoy coaching. And um, I just feel like I have a lot of knowledge that I can share, you know. So uh, we love it here in Birmingham. I would assume we're going to be living here. Um, we just bought a house here in Hoover. So we, we were big on that. But that's what I would assume. Yeah, coaching and playing golf. That's what I'd like to do. That's Ty Long. 
current punter for the NFL's Los Angeles Chargers. Ty graduated from UAB in 2016 with a bachelor's degree from the UAB Klatt School of Business. He also rewrote UAB's record book. He owns school records in field goals, PATs, and points scored. As a former football player, Ty has his idea of what it means to be a Blazer. I can't speak how much I grew up from uh, 2011 to 2015. Those four years, five years you grow up, change your life. And uh, I am where I am now because of it. Thankful, blessed. I don't forget where I came from. Be sure to listen into previous episodes of UAB Green and Told. You can find all of them at alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold. Have a story to share? Email greenandtold at uab.edu. Finally, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search UAB Alumni. Thanks for listening, and until next time, go Blazers!